This is the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Healthcare coverage from Farm Bureau Health Plans is like an extra set of pads when you need them the most. They've been protecting Tennesseans for 75 years. I'm Mike Keith. It's time for an episode of the OTPQs with head coach Mike Vrabel. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, buddy. How are you? I'm super. How did the off-season program go overall, the nine weeks? I thought it went well. You know, I mean, a lot of it is really hard to evaluate up front. We had to, you know, we put our run game in, but it's hard to, you know, run the football and, and figure out if you're really making strides because there's no pads on. But it's great that our guys understand how to work and can take care of each other and we can install it and, and go out and, and practice it at a level that allows us to run a play but not be competitive. The football part is obviously the most important but just being together is a huge factor, right? Well, I think. I think that, you know, part of building those connections is, is being here and, and working with your coaches and having those days where, like today, it's hot. And you're trying to push through and, and making those connections with your, with your teammates. And, um, you know, we did that. And, and there was, you know, a lot of guys that were here. Some guys, you know, weren't. But, but we had everybody at the minicamp and, and we're ready to roll. All right. So let's get right to the OTPQs submitted by the OT people. People, the OT peers. The OT peers. That's good, too. Amy Wells prefers OT people. OTP. OP. Oh, that's another. We've, we've heard that. Yes. All right. So Ron Gully wants to know, hey, coach, what role will Hassan Haskins play this year? Should be fun to watch Derrick Henry and the one-two punch tighten up. Sure. Well, you know, Hassan, we were excited to be able to draft him and you know, I think his role will be determined by, by him and what he can do. Um, he's, he's done some good things throughout the spring, but, you know, his, his predominant, you know, come in there, run the ball, uh, see where he can do in protection on third down. Uh, special teams, he's shown uh, the ability to, to play different spots uh, throughout our special teams unit. So uh, excited to see what role he can create. The running back situation, I think, is going to be very interesting in training camp. Jordan Wilkins is back. Obviously, Dontrell Hilliard is back. Uh, Julius Chestnut from Sacred Heart is an interesting player. Trenton Cannon, who you get from San Francisco, an interesting teams player. Torrey Carter, back for his second year as a fullback from LSU. A lot of things to sort out there. Yeah, and, and a lot of those things will get sorted out through training camp and, and by what those guys can do and how they can help us. And, you know, if you're not going to be the, the lead back, which we know Derek is, uh, those guys are going to have to have some other roles and excel at them. Fighting Titan says, Coach, do you believe that pass protection will be improved this season? Well, I hope so. You know, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, we have to be able to you know, protect and we have to be able to put ourselves in positions to, to help the quarterback to stay, you know, inside out, give him a firm pocket, you know, create some more third and shorts and not so many third and longs. And, you know, when we do turn around and, and run our play pass game that there aren't guys that are leaking through the middle of the pocket or we're getting beat inside so yeah I, I hope so and uh, that's that's their job and, and and hopefully we can we can do it in a manner that can allow the quarterback to to function and, and get guys open okay this one uh, another otpq from e e wants to know the most fun you've had coaching this team as in a certain stretch Oh, um, probably those two weeks that, you know, I couldn't be around them during COVID. 
<laughs> I knew you'd laugh. That's a good one. Um, man, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, it was cool to go back up to, to New England and, and play that playoff game and just – yeah, I mean Carter was there and family was up there and having spent time up there. That was um that was pretty cool. That whole stretch of time, the last regular season game, the New England playoff game, the Baltimore playoff game, even moving towards the AFC championship, in any sport, when you're in a tournament run, it's just a great feeling. Yeah, the weeks go by quicker, the yeah. days go by quicker. It seems like, you know, you win a game and, and you're already traveling or, or getting ready for that next game. So you know, we have to get back to that, and you know, we put ourselves in a in a good position, and you know, obviously that's last year, and you know, we'll see where things take this year. All right, we have a special guest on the OTP. I can't wait. He's with us here in person. He is a recent graduate of Father Ryan High School. He is on his way to Western Kentucky to join their outstanding communications and broadcasting department. We welcome Tyler Fernandez. Welcome to the OTP, friend. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for having me. This is a dream come true. Thank you both for uh, hooking me up and allowing me to be here at St. Thomas Sports Park today. All right, so you get a chance to ask Mike Vrabel, who you've known for quite some time, the question you want to ask. I thought he was going to ask you a question in your press conference. I'm sure I was he having, did. <laughs> I was having to hold him back a little bit. Uh, but now he gets his chance. I've probably known Tyler for four years, and he's asked me millions of questions. So let's see if you can come up with a new one. No, obviously with um, obviously uh, A.J. Brown being gone and all that, and y'all drafting uh, Traylon Burks, how do you think he's going to fill the role of replacing uh, one of the talented players for the Tennessee Titans? Yeah, that was um, – you know, certainly A.J. has moved on, and, you know, there's a business side of this that we've always talked about. Um I'm excited for Traylon to get back out there, to get back out at training camp, um, to to have an understanding of an offense. We're, we're not going to ask anybody to replace anybody. It's, you know, he's going to go out and, and function and to build his role where, where he can go out there and help us. And I know that he will. I'm, I'm positive. His attitude's been great. Um, these next five weeks are going to be critical for him to get uh, into training camp in shape, know what's going on, come in here with a great attitude. And I think things are starting to slow down for him you know, mentally from an installation. So uh, we're excited to work with him, and um, we're looking forward to uh, to getting him out at training camp. Tyler, who was your favorite wide receiver that you had a chance to watch in minicamp? Oh, there were so many. Um, but I'm excited, though, for uh, Robert Woods, uh, who was the most recent one that we got in an acquisition trade with L.A., and um, it's good to see that his, uh, his knee's getting stronger, and uh, he participated in a little bit of the practice today without the knee brace, which is a very good sign uh, for Titans fans and for myself included. Tyler reporting, yeah, yeah, taking a look at the knee brace. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet Mike Keith's um, favorite wide receiver so far would be his Tennessee Vol, Josh Malone. I'm intrigued by Josh Malone. I can't totally figure out. Josh Malone yet I mean he's a great looking player he he makes all the catches I'm I'm going to be interested to see him when the pads are on and what it means because I mean you can see how he could help any team if he gets going but where does he fit and how does it all work together yeah he he is um what I like a lot of those guys whether it's guys that we get in the middle of the season or that haven't worked out somewhere else that come here and you know, he's taken advantage of his opportunities. He's put himself in good position to go to training camp and have a, uh, you know, have a great shot. The the guy I'm actually that I've watched the most most closely is Des Fitzpatrick, though, because I'm I'm interested to see. He's one of the 
this is my 25th year, and that's one of the strangest stories I've ever seen. Only seen one other fourth-round pick cut, and to see him come back and do what he did is, is really a, a credit to him, a credit to the coaching staff, the training staff, everybody who worked with him, and I want to see if he can make the next step. Yep, and so do we. And his attitude's been great, and I think that, uh, you know, I hope he has some, you know, adversity early on. And I, and I hope that uh, he, he pushes through it because you got to just you got to get tested in this league. You got to be able to take some punches. And he proved that he could last year. Now we have to continue to do it. All right, Tyler, what else you want to know? Anything else? This is your time on the OTP. Absolutely. Um, another question for you. Obviously, no, we all drafted Malik Willis in the third round. And no doubt I've watched him today during minicamp today. And I can tell that he's made uh, tremendous strides. But in your mind, in your opinion, what have you seen out of Malik? Well, the biggest thing for these guys that uh, come in from college is a new terminology, the formations, the ability to operate under center, work more of a, a pro-style offense, and his command has improved. His, his, his ability to go in the huddle and get everybody lined up, give the formation, the call, know where guys are supposed to be, the concept of the play, you know, working, calling two plays in the huddle, getting us in the right play. That's all improved, and you know I think he's starting to just get a little bit more comfortable and and, and settle down here a little bit. All right, Tyler. Thank you, John. Well Appreciate done, it, sir. buddy. Appreciate it. Good luck to you as you head to Bowling Green in Western Kentucky. That's a great department up there, and I know you're going to become a star for them. Thank you all very much. Appreciate it. All right, let's go to Bradley Fields, who's got a question. We've heard from you before that it's not about building off of previous seasons, whether successful or unsuccessful. So is there a specific mindset or approach for this 22-23 Titans roster we can expect? Well, I think the, the, the approach is that we want to come back. You know, in training camp, we want to try to make sure that we're, we're obsessed with the team, with winning and, you know, competing. You know, that's where you have to go and start at training camp. You can't try to pick up where you left off. We're going to go back and reinstall, and it'll be day one install, and you know, we'll see where we're at physically and, and what our conditioning level looks like. Um, yeah, and that's that's just the approach. You know, you, you you have to continue to build this thing from the ground up. You can't can't just say you pick up where you left off. And you know, I know that you know, we've got some guys want to talk about confidence and all that, but you know, I like I told them, I I see better than I hear, and you know, we'll see where we're at one, at training camp. One of the things that jumped out to me last year is watching back over some of your. Um, locker room speeches and talking with the players after you had won games. It was amazing how many different names you mentioned hmm. through the course of the year. And I know there were a lot of injuries, but at the same time, it was like different people stepped up in different ways throughout the course of the year doing things. That's the culture you want to carry over, right? Yeah, that uh, it doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter how you got here, um, doesn't matter what you, what you compensated it only matters what you do while you're here for us and the impact that you can make on the team. And so you know, we, we like it that way. Um, and we've had a lot of guys produce for us. And and when you when that happens, then other guys are like, well, I should be ready to take advantage of my opportunity. I need to be ready to go because, you know, like I told them today, I mean, it's hot. Like, don't, don't be like, man, those guys aren't practicing. They're getting off easy. You should thank them for not practicing and use this – uh, to your advantage. All right, so here's a question off the website at TennesseeTitans.com. 
when rookies are roommates during the offseason, how much time do they spend together? Do they carpool together? What can they gain spending the extra time with one another? Yeah, we, we ask them to look out for one another. Uh, they're all going through the same thing. They all have the same questions. Um, you know, and we've, we've paired up some of these rookie class with, you know, some, some coaches that I feel like can help on the other side of the ball. You know, so Mike Sullivan may not be responsible, but, but have a, a mentorship with, you know, three young defensive linemen. And so that, you know, he feels like I can go to these guys. I can go to Sully. He's been around the league. He played. And, but it's not Big T. It's not Shane. It's not Clint. It's somebody on the other side of the ball. And, you know, Sully's seen a lot of defensive linemen. And, you know, whether it's about football, whether it's about anything. And so we've, we've started that this year. We're excited for that. So not only do they have each other, you know, we've added a, another layer. You know, we, we, we try to put a lot of points of contact for all our players that they feel comfortable uh, talking about things. Okay, I like this one a lot. When you were mic'd up during rookie minicamp, you mentioned to one of the players that he should not complain about a nickname given to him. Two-part question. What goes into giving a player a nickname? Do you spend a lot of time thinking about it, or do they just come to you? And do you have a favorite nickname that you've either given to someone or someone has given to you? Yeah, uh, I don't spend a whole lot of time on on the nickname. It just kind of sticks, whether it's Skinny Pete or Slim or Howie. You know, Howerton, he was Howie the day we signed him. You know, I was like, Howie, like, let's sign here. Let's let's move on. And, um you know, X-Man, you know, X, you got X-Man, like Xavier McDaniel. Daniel. Yeah, exactly. I knew you'd From the know. Supersonics. No question. And, um, you know, they just kind of come to you. But, you know, like, because I, I was complaining. Somebody had given me a nickname when I was a young player. Or maybe I was at Pittsburgh or something. And I was like telling Coach Coward, I'm like, this stinks. And he's like, well, it's a nickname. At least they know who you are. Right. That's good. Yeah. I cannot believe is Jack Gibbons, the linebacker. From Dr. Gibby. Dr. Gibby? Yeah. I cannot believe he's not Goose. No. Don't you remember? Your dad was a basketball coach. Jack Goose Gibbons from Kentucky. Jack Goose Gibbons from Minnesota. I just can't believe he's not Goose Gibbons. It, for you, he can be. For me, it's Dr. Gibby. Well, it's going to be Dr. Gibby. Because he's the, the smartest rookie I've ever – I said, you're going to save my life one day. He goes, Coach, you know that I wasn't like pre-med in college. I said, Gibby, I know that you weren't pre-med in college. It's a, it's a joke. It's a nickname. You're Dr. Gibby. He's a pretty good-looking player. Yeah. You watch guys like that. I'm intrigued by Jack Gibbons – and players of that ilk, Xavier Newman and guys like right. that, because it's like, okay, now how is this going to translate? Because you see some of these guys who are superstars in shorts or they appear to be impressive, and then you see some guys and you think, that dude has no chance, and then he gets pads on, and he's a different guy. Every year, the first day of pads, I'm like, well, let's see who it's going to be today, stretching just like it was last year. You're like, well, who's this guy? And then somebody's making plays, he's – hitting people or whatever it may be, and that, that happens every year. look forward to having that happen. All right, so here's – I got a couple more for you from Two-Tone Blue. You've discussed possible changes to the overtime rules. Are there any other rules you might like to see included or revised? No. No. I mean, I'm not going to go through the rule book. This was – this I told you, this was me looking for other alternatives that I knew that they would want to look for. Um I think we settled on one that uh, 
you know, is at least going to satisfy, you know, both quarterbacks, you know, being able to, uh, to get the football. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Mine is pass interference. Yeah, we always talk about it. You just don't like the long pass interference call? No, sir. I think it's a 15-yard penalty. I think college has that one right. I mean, I, 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 don't, know <laughs> if it's I don't know if it's 15 or 35. I just, I mean, we'll, we'll look at it again next year. I look forward to that. Oh, here's one. GAT775, what's going to be done to stop the high amount of interceptions from last year? Well, hopefully we run the right route all the time. Hopefully we don't let it bounce off our shoulder pads and into the other uh, team's hands. Hopefully we make good decisions or better decisions at quarterback, and hopefully we can protect better. But those are the reasons that, that balls get intercepted. Tractors, and we had all of them. Yeah. Tractor Cito 22 wants to know when the new stadium happens, is there anything you've seen in other stadiums around the league that you'd like to have in the new one that you don't have now? Maybe something in the home locker room, something different in the away locker rooms. Have you been in an opposing team stadium and thought, hmm, that would be awesome to have in ours? Mike, you know my answer to this. I'm just I, trying to be the, the football coach I here know. tomorrow, let alone whenever the stadium's done. Right? I know. That, that's my goal. I mean, there's a lot. All the new ones are nice. I'm sure ours is going to be amazing. I can't wait to, you know, be in there one day. But you don't really care about stuff like that. As long as it has running water and you can get out the door, that, that, you a know, place it, to hang it, up your clothes. It's, it's, it's the Hoosiers, you know. The, the field's going to be 100 yards long. Right. The end zones are going to be 10 yards long. And you're not really just saying that either. You really do believe that. I think so. I mean, whether it's grass, turf, synthetic, like we've got to go out there and play it. It just – you know, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing for this organization, our fans, this town, but it won't affect us. Our offices are going to be right here at St. Thomas Sports Park where we love it, and um, and we're going to go over there and hopefully win a bunch of games. Okay, let's get to the important stuff. Your thoughts on the new season of Pinky Blinders? Yeah, we just um, got, got 40 minutes left. 40 minutes left. It, kind of got a little weird but see how it ends up see how it wraps up i mean i i i am invested so i'm gonna finish here tonight okay did you watch ozark of course and did you like how they ended it yeah i did too you got a chance for a movie off that yeah i mean i I didn't i didn't mind that Mm -mm. yeah i enjoyed that if you haven't watched season four of ozark it's outstanding what else have you been watching Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Slipping Jimmy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jimmy McGill <laughs> that watched Better Call Saul. Did you watch the offer about the making of The Godfather? No. Wow. Need to see that? Fantastic. If you're a Godfather fan, if you know, it, it's amazing all of the intrigue that went into making The Godfather, including organized crime being involved in the making of the movie of about organized yeah, crime. Why wouldn't we not ask them for their advice? I mean, it, well, it wasn't just that. It's a, uh, Albert Ruddy, who was the producer of The Godfather, is still alive, and they have gone every bit through his story about how they got it made, and it, it is fascinating. It's on Paramount. You would love it if you love The Godfather. Yeah. Who, uh, where, where are you at with the uh, NBA Finals? Well, I'm a Celtics guy, so I'm kind of hurting right now. But I, I, the basketball has been very entertaining throughout the playoffs. Are they back in Boston tonight? Back in Boston. Tonight? Game six. Well, I'm a Grant Williams guy, so I'm big Celtic. But he's, I, yeah, he's sneaky. Yeah, he is sneaky. 
He's real sneaky. He's like one of your football players. You would love to be around him because he can do all sorts of stuff that you wouldn't think. Yeah, you don't notice him, and then all of a sudden he's got a bunch of rebounds, well, couple six, blocks. Well, he's 6'5". Yeah. That's it. I met him, and he's listed at like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, it's like there's no chance. And then they measure him for the NBA draft. Yeah, he's 6'5". Fei- yeah, he's feisty. He's feisty. Well, he's learned to shoot the three. And, I mean, he's he's a nice player. He's always mixing it up in there. He's a typical Celtic, you know, that guy off the bench who can just do a lot of different things. They do. They defend, and that gives them a chance. But I was I was disappointed about the Grizzlies not going farther. And if John Moran had been healthy, I think they would have. The if you haven't been to a Grizzlies game, it's fantastic. We went last year. Great we atmosphere. Went, I think, or whenever, maybe it was a, two years ago. Okay. Carter's baseball future. Yeah. Um, going back to Vol State, as far as I know, which I think is probably the best decision right now, is just to go back and, you know, get settled and stay really comfortable in school and, you know, have the best season possible. You know, he loves being around. He loves being close to – here to come to the games. I think that's something that he enjoys. Um, and, and it's just, it kind of worked out. You know, Coach McGuire, you know, really did a great job with that program and, and turned it around in a, in a quick amount of time. You know, I think a couple of years ago they said, man, we didn't win our first game until like our 18th game or something. And so they were they were much more competitive and, you know, they scored a bunch of runs. They hit, you know, they're going to have to play better defense and but he, he loves it there. He loves the, the the kids there and obviously the coaches. And, you know, I think they have a new – you know, Vol State's got a new president. I met her husband. He was, you know, heck of a nice guy trying to help out with uh, basically just facilities and just trying to just be around and help. And, you know, he said he was retired from the military and, you know, he was coming to support. And it, it was really cool. And it's close so I can get there and watch and we enjoy it. Tyler with the Atlanta Falcons. Grinding. He's grinding, and apparently he's in charge of the news. So he has to uh, have the news ready each and every day in the O-line room or if if Arthur calls on him in a, in a squad room. They, that's his that's his role. Is <laughs> he's in charge of the news. As a plebe, you have to I, I have a role. Like I think that. that it has to be entertaining. So his first day, his first rattle out of the box was apparently four college engineering students invented burrito tape. No. That is edible, so it keeps your burrito together. They enjoyed that one. I guess I, it was a lot. Tyler said they laughed at it, and he said, "So I I won the job, and I I still have it." The, the news guy. What's it like being the dad of a guy who's in an NFL camp? It's it's great. It's I'm I'm proud of them for for working, and you know I try to tell them the same thing I tell our rookies: earn the right to be there every day, and you know find a way to to. Uh, to, to take advantage of your opportunities. And so that's that's what he's going to try to do. And I look forward to seeing him here during this break. And then he'll go back down there. Plans for your time off? Um, I'm going to go see Carter in Myrtle Beach. He's playing baseball. Um, Wooden bat league? It is, yeah. Go to Tahoe for a couple of days. It's gorgeous out there. And then I'll be here. I'll be here. Uh, and I want to see the rookies here in the next couple of weeks. Year five. Goes fast. It does. Very fast. It does. Time flies when you're having fun. Well, it is fun. And we always have fun when you come on the OTP, especially when Tyler Fernandez is I'm kind proud of, of Tyler. Kind I've known to him since by. he was a sophomore. And uh, the passion in which he did the um, those Father Ryan baseball games. Those players appreciate it. Uh, Jen and I used to enjoy um, 
watching him call the games, and and we miss those days. Thanks. Oh, of course. Appreciate Thank you, it. guys. The head coach. Amy, congratulations. And the baby's here. She's gorgeous. We have the baby here to visit with the coach. For Ashley Farrell and our fine staff, and for Amy Wells, who's in the room but not working. Well, she's actually working harder. Than, she's, she's working. working. Yeah, yeah she's doing an important, important job. job. And for Mike Grable, I'm Mike Keith. Thanks for joining us for the OTP. Welcome to the big show where the legends go.